Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Not only did the Celtics win, Key, they never trailed. We won. We're ready to go. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. That includes our Ravens reporter, Jamison Hensley, who in 10 minutes, Key, will let us know the one potential pitfall for the Ravens. They're thinking Super Bowl, they got the MVP. They got everything moving in the right direction. They have a ton of motivation after some people have doubted some of their playoff defeats with Lamar Jackson. What could possibly hold them down? We'll talk about it in 10 minutes. All 32 teams thinking Super Bowl. And two days away from the start of the season, the Ravens, Jay, are going to open up against the Cleveland Browns with Mm. no fans. (laughs) Get ready for that. Though we will see some fans, but... 17,000 or so between the Chiefs and the Texans. Much more football talk coming your way in 10 minutes. But, Jay, your level of expertise on the NBA has been great, taking us through all these games. Clippers take care of business, moving closer to the Western Conference Finals for the first time. The Celtics, if I'm not mistaken, have been to the Eastern Conference Finals a couple of times before. Both win. Celtics crushed the Raptors. Never trailed. Never trailed. I mean, they came out, I think the first quarter was 21 to 11 or something like that. And just defensively, they were next level. And anybody that, you know, when these playoff series started, there was a big debate about who would you rather have, Jalen Brown or Pascal Siakam? Pascal Siakam has had one good game in this playoff series. I recognize it. Since he's been at the bubble, he hasn't been himself. But Jalen Brown looks like the complete player, a a massive star as it relates to a two-way player. You can put him on your best player offensively. He can lock him down. And he also can give you 27 points, in which they did last night. Looks like they're hitting on all cylinders. He has a better surrounding cast, in my opinion, as well, though. I mean, when you think about Tatum, you think about you think about um, the head coach. You just Brad you, Stevens. Brad Stevens. You, you start to look yeah. at that. Although Nick Nurse did win the, the, the championship a year ago, but you start to question, like, now in this situation, is he able to navigate in the postseason like he did a year ago as the head coach? When we saw he certainly did a good job in the regular season, but now you have to make these adjustments, and it doesn't seem like that that's happening with this run against Boston. Well, look, Pascal Siakam is going to—I mean—he's going to be a big-time player. But the big question that we have for them this season was: Look, you, you, the Finals MVP last year, Kawhi Leonard, has left your team. Are you willing? Are you able? Do you have the skill set to take that mantle? And Key, you know about this. Like It's so relatable in football. If you don't have poise and composure with the way you play, right, because you've been in this position before, it looks like every time Pasco has the ball, it's almost like Russell Westbrook the other night. He's playing too fast. He doesn't seem to be had to have the same composure. Where you watch Jalen Brown, just everything he does seems like that of a superstar player. He never seems rushed. You're, he's always maneuvering on his time. On his dime. But could that be because he has other players around him where he doesn't feel like the, the world is on his shoulders, like he's carrying could be, but we just, saw, we just saw Kawhi do that last year with the same team, right? So I'm, I'm just saying, it, it's still, there's still room for growth as it relates to Pascal where I feel like Jalen Brown is a little bit more advanced as it relates to that skill set. Well, and I'm saying because maybe he, he has those other players around him where he doesn't feel like he has to rush, like he could just take his time, and if something doesn't go well, he has the other players to pick up the slack where Siakam is like, you know, it's 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 me or nothing. I, I don't know. Because there's all the stress that can be put on a player being the guy. Like you wasn't you were not the guy a year ago. You were one of many guys after Kawhi. 
I hear. I, I just think if you were to switch positions between Jalen Brown and Pascal, I think Toronto will have the same regular season record. I think they will have a more reliable score due to how he plays in Jalen Brown more so than Pascal Siakam right now. Fair enough. So the Celtics roll their one game away from the <clears throat> Eastern Conference Finals and the Clippers win moving closer to their first, potentially, as I mentioned. That was last night. Tonight, the big question. See, I have to laugh every What's time. That? Because every time you say the Clippers moving closer, it's like, ooh, this is such a great moment in Clipperland. But that was more a shot at the Clipper fans. But go ahead. You just had to do it. Clipper Daryl and Billy Crystal are loving this conversation. I mean, yeah. Kids are like, Billy Crystal? Look him up. Who's Look him up, kids. Crystal. Definitely worth Googling. That's for sure. Pretty talented old guy. Show. James Harden's a three-time scoring champion, eight-time He's All-Star, five-time first-team All-NBA player. The Rockets need him to be that guy again, and his player resume brought to you by Indeed. Find the high-impact hire your business needs at Indeed.com slash high-impact. Let's talk about the impact Harden can have in a moment. But first, Jay, the big question in the first game today is are we going to see Giannis with the Bucks season squarely on the line? I think we're going to see him, but I'm scared. That's the thing. Giannis... When you watch Giannis attack at full throttle, he starts stepping like once he gets a foot over the, the free throw line. He starts sidestepping, maneuvering through traffic. And for me, having that ankle injury, the probability of him stepping on somebody's foot or the velocity in which he plays at, the hard planting that he has, you get worried about him re-injuring that. But I will say this about Giannis. The reason why I do think he'll play key is just watching Giannis, right? He's that guy that will do the ultimate most for his teammates and for his city. Like, he reminds me, he's not going to think about Giannis first. He's going to think about his team first. Now, that could be to his detriment down the line. Who knows? But as a fan, if you're a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks, you almost feel like, how can Giannis not play in this caliber of game? You know, when I'm watching him walk around, it, it looks like he could play to me. I'm not a doctor, but I've had ankle injuries before. He's walking been, in, a, in a walking boot, and I've by been the way. In a, I've been in a walking boot, and you, 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 if you can just – it doesn't. he doesn't have a noticeable limp. Like, he's not gingerly walking. And typically, the, when you're gingerly walking, it's because you have that knot on the outside of your ankle, that big ball, because it's the swelling. Um, it doesn't, didn't seem like that to me. It just seems like he tweaked it. And, you know, when you tweak something, it hurts like hell. And then it calms itself down over time. <laughs> it's these eyes. It calms itself down over time. I don't and think Zubin's tweaks anything for they a long got, time. They got a few. You know, <laughs> they they got, over a sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> they got ways of getting the, the swelling out. I mean, they're going to work on it. They're going to do everything to get the swelling out. Now, like you said, if he lands awkwardly, does it tweak it again? Where You know, that jar where all of a sudden that thing – hurts to a point where you can't come back into a game? Is it so severe that he can't even start to go into a game? I mean, we'll know, obviously, doing shoot-around. I'm sure we'll have uh, whoever we have inside the bubble at that game will be able to tell us, you know, what's going on with him prior to the game. I just think we're asking, we're asking the wrong question. You know, could Giannis play? We, I think we expect Giannis to try to play. The question is, you know, should he play? Because if he can't be Giannis – then he has to settle to be a three-point shooter. That is not what he's great at. It makes him so much more predictable offensively, right, when he's on the court. So if he's not on the court, we've seen the Milwaukee Bucks have a lot better continuity. They play through Chris Middleton. I'm just saying if Giannis can't be Giannis, then you're not having him on the court to be a three-point spacer. That's not his strength. 
And that's a question that Coach Bud and everybody in the Milwaukee Bucks organization has to be thinking about right now strategy-wise. What's in the team's best interest as well? I, I really would like to, to know what the pain tolerance is for him mm-hmm. and, 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 like, where it's at. Because, if, like I said, they get the swelling out and – I'm, you know, I could in football. You, they got some stuff that you could talk to some people about that'll make you help some you get stuff that you help can talk you get to back about. on the field, and you'll be able to go. Now, I don't know if they have that same stuff in the NBA locker rooms, but uh, you know, if they do have some extra help, is he willing to get the extra help that he needs to get back on the court? And get and help the team try to get to three two. Here's the thing I do know about Giannis. His agent and I are pretty cool. Um, he has he is not taking painkillers. He does not take meds like that. So I didn't say that. I just said some stuff. Man. I know. I know. I, I, I didn't say what it was. I, I, well, I'm gonna say it for you. We know what you're talking about. I mean, he does not have a history of doing things like that in order to play. But does so, he have a history of injuries? Not as much. No. I mean, it's he's been a very durable player. Meanwhile, one quick mention for the other team that deserves some props because they are maybe playing the best basketball of anybody in the bubble. They win tonight. It would be one game shy of a sweep in both rounds for the Miami Heat. Jay, it would be their first conference finals appearance since 2014 when you know who was there. Doesn't it, doesn't it, every time I watch Jimmy Butler, doesn't he feel like he's your spirit animal? Like he's what you want to be every time you play basketball. He doesn't need to be your friend. He'll step over you. He he's looks right. Ra- he be. looks raggedy. But that's he's that's not the, that's not attitude. the age we live in. I Man, he's supposed to have an attitude. The I, dog but, in you. Yeah, exactly. But how many dogs do we have? Like you can tell me this on NFL. I mean, NFL, you have a lot more players. But realistically, you when you see a dog, barkers. exactly. That's what I'm saying. How many dogs do you see that you know each and every night? It don't matter what happens. They are bringing that kind of intensity and relentlessness. That's what I'm saying, Key. You have to think about it. No, no, I'm just trying to I'm trying to be nice to some. Well, no, all. say it with your chest. Give me the damn ball, you Keyshawn in, in Johnson. Ba- in basketball, you probably got 15 guys maybe. I, I right? think that, I don't even know about that. I mean, Is that it's high? hard for me to go through it on a – I mean, I, I think about Jimmy Butler. I think about Giannis. Draymond. Draymond. LeBron. LeBron. But LeBron is still – Social media age, people have always kind of talked about. Bron and Jimmy Butler seem a little bit different, right? Okay, so, 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 give, me, so give me your definition of dog. I'm just saying somebody, they don't care what people say. Okay. He doesn't care what you say okay. to him. Okay. Like, it doesn't matter. Well, then you don't have very many in the NBA then. That's what I'm if saying. If that's your definition of dog. Heart and soul might be another Give me a drink put. real quick, Z. <laughs> what do you want, day drinking? J- Jameson Hensley. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the way, but first, we're going A to Z. No day drinking. Let's get through it. Dustin Johnson should definitely pour a drink. He can certainly afford it. He won $15 million by winning the FedEx Cup, and he won the Tour Championship to sort of put him over the top at East Lake in Atlanta on Monday. First number one seed to win the Tour Championship since Tiger in 09. He went 80-80 in back-to-back rounds earlier this summer. That must have been an out-of-body experience for him. He looked much more like the DJ we're all used to seeing. College football, BYU, all over Navy 55 Hey, social three. distancing. What are you guys doing? 
That was Ken Nui Matalolo and Kalani Sataki, the two head coaches that he was watching on ESPN News there. No social distancing, no masks. This game was in Annapolis. We're going to go a few miles from there to Baltimore with Jamison Hensley to talk about Lamar Jackson and what the expectation level is for him. Pitfalls for the Ravens, that's coming up in 30 seconds. And this is really big because the draft never stops key. Penny Sewell, one of the best players the Pac-12 has seen, even though he's just been there at limited time at Oregon, opting out of the season because clearly the Pac-12 isn't going to go. Mel Kuyper Jr. says the only guy I got higher on my big board than Penny Sewell is Trevor Lawrence. He needs to change that first name to Big Money Sewell because that penny part ain't going to last very long. (laughs) Dollars are coming. NFL Hmm. talk is on the way. Now time for another Camp Confidential on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, Mahomes gets paid, Watson gets paid. What's next for this guy if he balls out? I take him any day. There's no question about it. But on top of that, his receivers have got to step up. What has he learned in the offseason to get better at the things that people are going to challenge him at? All good questions, and we've got a bunch ready for our Jamison Hensley, who covers the Ravens 24-7, 365 for ESPN. Jamison, first things first, I know camp has broken, but how did Lamar overall look in camp? It, it was kind of an up and down for him, and at times uh, it, it seemed like yeah, he wanted to play another team, and I think that was uh, the case for a lot of these guys. Uh, but where I think he stood out, and I think it's, it's been a point of focus, and he's said it a couple of times during camp, is throwing the deep ball. Uh, he's proven uh, he can throw in between the numbers. He has proven when he gets the ball in his hands and the play breaks down, when he gets in the open field, there's no one better. But when teams force him to throw outside the numbers and deep, that's, that's kind of the area where he struggled the most last year. So you've seen that time and time again in camp. And a lot of it is really the development of his receivers. You have two second-year guys in Marquise Hollywood-Brown and Miles Boykin. Hollywood-Brown is a speed guy. Boykin is more of the tall, throw it up, I'm going to win the 50-50 balls. Both of those guys, if they develop, they will certainly help uh, Lamar Jackson extend the field. When you when you look at Lamar and you look at the situation that went on in Houston with Deshaun Watson getting a major extension, where does this fall in line with what the Ravens are thinking about with him long term? Yeah, I mean, this is certainly a caught Lamar's attention. Obviously, he he's been a guy that ever since he got drafted has talked about, hey, I want to win the Super Bowl. But I mean, when these his peers are getting paid like this and. Specifically, Mahomes and Deshaun Watson are getting paid after their third NFL season. Lamar Jackson is entering his third NFL season. So you, you always know you want it, your, your best window of, uh, uh, for your championship is when your quarterback is on a rookie deal and he's playing beyond that rookie deal. And so there, if Lamar has another MVP season or takes this Ravens team on extended playoff run, the pressure will be on the Ravens to pay him just like Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. But the Ravens, I, I think they would, they would like to extend that window maybe another year. Uh, but really, it, it is all determined with Lamar Jackson. If he plays at an MVP level, I think that really forces the Ravens' hands to really play, pay him at that level as well. Jameson, what is the biggest potential downfall for the Ravens? I think it is. It's it's going to be the the, the wide receivers, and they, you saw it, there are 
veteran wide receivers out there. There have been. Uh, they didn't take one in free agency. Uh, Lamar Jackson was thrown to Antonio Brown this offseason. People are going, oh, they should get A.B. in here. They didn't do that. Then Des Bryant came in for a trial. Oh, let's get Des Bryant. That didn't work out as well. So they are relying on a very young wide receiver core. And Hollywood Brown, who added 23 pounds this offseason, uh, he's up to 180 now. Uh, then you look at a Miles Boykin, another second-year guy. Willie Sneed is, is the veteran player. He's the slot guy. Uh, but still, it's not he's not a big name out there. So uh, the, the Ravens are really hoping the development of these guys – really boosted Lamar Jackson in, in the passing game. But that is the one area where they really didn't address too much in free agency. And in the draft, they waited until the third round. They, they drafted Texas Devin Duvernay in the third round. But still, they didn't get one of those top guys in the first or second round. So uh, I think that is one of the big question marks facing Lamar Jackson and the Ravens this year. Jamison, let's take the pressure off of Lamar because he's been on him for a while. But what, what will a successful season be for the Ravens team as a whole. They, and I, I know a lot of people, they kind of throw around the cliches. Is this Super Bowl or bust? Super Bowl or bust? I don't think you want to take it to that extent, but it is almost playoff win or bust because uh, they've gone to the, they've won the AFC North each of the past two years. They've had a home playoff game in each of the first two, last two years, and they've been one and done. And you, there's going to be people that feed into the narrative, uh, oh, well, you know, can this Ravens team with Lamar Jackson, can they win when it matters the most? So I think that is big for the Ravens this year. First, you, obviously, you have to get to the playoffs, but they're considered a Super Bowl contender right now. But they have to win at least one playoff game. And I think that will take a lot of pressure off this franchise uh, that has been known. I mean, they've won two Super Bowl titles over the past 20 years, uh, but still under this new franchise quarterback, Lamar Jackson, they have to go out and win at least one postseason game. If not, then you're going to continue a lot of people talking. Can you, Certainly he can play well at an MVP level in the regular season, but what can he do in the postseason? Jamison Hensley, ESPN Ravens reporter, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Um, Jamie said Earl Thomas obviously was let go. What are the plans for the Ravens in terms of replacing him as one of their leaders on defense to move things forward? Yeah, and I mean, just to let you know how badly he just wanted to get rid of Earl Thomas, it wasn't like they had a a second or a third year starter uh, or, you know, a two year or three year starter behind him that they could just plug in. Uh, the, the, the guy that they put in there is Deshaun Elliott, who has played two NFL seasons and a total of six games because he's been injured the past couple of years. Uh, so it wasn't like they go, oh, we have a dependable backup, you know, a proven backup plan right here. They didn't. Uh, but they like his upside. Uh, but still, they, as far as leadership, they feel like they improved a lot this offseason. It starts with Calais Campbell. They traded, it, it, you know, it really surprised a lot of people. They, they were able to get Calais Campbell for a fifth-round pick from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, and he has come in here. He has been a vocal leader. He has been a guy that has gone out and led by example. He is one of those classic veteran additions that the Ravens have made. Uh, and he has looked like a guy that has been here for years. So they, they are really happy with their leadership, but it really goes down to, you know, Earl Thomas, he was a pro bowl player last year, obviously a malcontent, but <laughs> can they, rep- 
can, can they replace what he can do out there on the field with a Deshaun Elliott? That's the big question. We will find out. Huge Monday night game. One of the biggest in years. Chiefs, Ravens, Mahomes, Jackson, September 28th on ESPN. Jamison, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. All right. Jamison Hensley on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line brought to you by Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Just a quick reminder here, Key, 2018 NFL Draft, Baker Mayfield won. Sam Darnold picked third. Josh Allen picked seventh. Josh Rosen picked 10th. Lamar Jackson picked 32nd. Yeah, you mean, can always do that in every draft. I mean, not like that to that and, extent, and, but I feel like it's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback to a degree. No, it isn't, but the crazy part about it is, as crazy as it may sound to you, Z, mm-hmm. you know, there's a whole bunch of teams in the NFL that will not still to this day. If I handed them Lamar Jackson, they wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Really? They Because their style. They don't like certain people don't like certain things. Now, they'll tell you and me right now, oh, yeah, he's great. I certainly would love to have him. But they wouldn't touch him. Is because, that the voice of an owner? I well, know no, it might just was. be coach or something. Okay. But okay. It, it it's crazy to think that, right? Right, but it, yes. It, it's teams that would say, the New York Giants, they would probably say, nah, they don't fit, that doesn't fit what we want to do from an offensive standpoint. That's just, that's how coaches are. Fascinating. Let's pass I know, on it's the so unanimous crazy. MVP. That, unanimous MVP. If I handed them him right yeah. now, I think right take now, him. no, I'm telling you because, again, Coaches are lazy. They don't want to work with talent I, I like think, that, I, man. I, I don't think I'm Joe Judge is lazy. I, I, don't, I didn't say Joe Judge. I, know, I you, just we said were talking coaches. about the Giants. I'm just, they're here in New York. I figured I, they, their style, da- Danny Dimes, is a clone of Eli Manning. Yes, they, didn't move, they didn't move far off that block at all. Understood. But if a That's player like Lamar style. Jackson became available. It's not their style, gonna, though. Trust me on that. Okay. I, I, I'm, you gotta I'm trying trust to trust me. you. I'm you just trying to trust I'm me just going it. with the eye test. Say, how would you not I, take him? I, I, how can any team not take him? I would take him. Is but there's certain it? teams in personnel people See? that don't, they just, they just how they are. It's going to frustrate me about football. You ready? Because in basketball, I might change my style based upon the, the player, the personnel I have. So what you're telling me is that in football, it's a, no, this is the style. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Before we move on. One of the most well-respected individuals in all of the NFL, okay? Mm-hmm. Pick up the phone, call him in anything. To this day, I respect him like no other. Bill Polian wanted to move the dude to wide receiver because he had a certain thought process in what he liked at quarterback, and that didn't fit. Now, that's not to say all 32 teams think like that, but there are people. I know, but that was, Oregon, that was doesn't then, matter. though. It doesn't Don't matter you, because you knew what he was going to be. There's not enough tape the right Baltimore, now for somebody to have Baltimore, a different decision. The Baltimore Ravens and Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, knew exactly what Lamar was going to be when they drafted him. That's why they drafted him. They knew what they were getting. They was like, we got Flacco who's a, a, a big and tall and strong arm and all the great things that we thought we wanted in the quarterback. And they saw Lamar and it was like, hmm, we can work wonders with him. That's, yeah. the, that's the reality. I know it's crazy to think, but it's the truth. It is the truth because certain people don't like certain styles. I hear you. I'm just saying after seeing what he's been able to do over the last Man, years, I don't care. I, 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 I have to disagree with you on that. I don't care. People like certain things at their quarterback spot, and that's why they select certain type of QBs. And we should mention Bill Polian. System. You got to remember that, man. Systems. Bill Polian, our former colleague, built a couple of different teams into massive contenders, including 
the and every every Colts. last quarterback, they all look the same. <laughs> whether it was Jim Kelly, whether it was uh, my man Kerry Collins, whether it was Peyton Manning, they all look the same. Yep. Key's Real Rankings are up next. <laughs> Our first time doing it on the program with the regular season two days away. Are the Ravens, after all this talk about Lamar, are they in Key's top five? We'll have that straight from Key. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What you looking like that for? I, I, I didn't say anything. I just gave you a look. That's all. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's home quote explorer. Changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more, learn more at Progressive.com. Be very interested to see what Castle has to say for that one-year spot start. Cam obviously hoping it'll be a little more than that. Every Tuesday for the remainder of the season, as we come upon week one, we will have Key's Real Rankings his rankings are the best teams in football every single Tuesday. We're not going top five. This show's a little bit different. So we're going to go top six. And, Jay, you're going to do the honors to make sure we can get Key off on the right foot. So let's begin with number one. Let's start no, with six. No, we're going to start with six. You number already, six. You already done screwed it right. up, man. Number six. <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings are <laughs> Jeez. Well, this Let me is drink why, some more this coffee. Is, this is why we practice. But the Minnesota Vikings at number six, you look at – what they've done in the offseason, bringing in uh, uh, Justin Jefferson from LSU to replace Stephon Diggs, who was traded to the Buffalo Bills. But they also picked up a great uh, player in defensive tackle, Yannick Ngakwe. Yes. I think I said that Say correctly. that again. Perfect. Yannick Ngakwe? Perfect. Uh, that, if I didn't, it works. Okay. <laughs> Number five. Number him. five. Number five. Stop taking my job. <laughs> well, the San Francisco 49ers, a team that was defeated in the Super Bowl. You look at what they've been able to do. They drafted uh, Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina, bringing him in to play that defensive front along with Bosa. The thing that they've got to do, though, to stay right there in those rankings is they've got to somehow figure out Jimmy Garoppolo at the quarterback spot, not be afraid to allow him to rip it downfield when they need him to. Number four. Number four, we spent a lot of time on the Baltimore Ravens here over the last half hour and talking about Lamar Jackson and what they should be able to do. 
I like their chances of getting to the AFC Championship game, not necessarily getting to the Super Bowl because a team like the Kansas City Chiefs potentially could be in the way. He's got to evolve as a down-the-field down passer, which guys like Hollywood Brown who can stretch the field. You, we know about Ingram in terms of the running game. The defensive side of the ball is always going to be a staple for the Ravens. Numero tres. That's Spanish for number three. The Dallas Cowboys. Jeez, man. What? The Dallas Cowboys are sitting at number three, America's team. They've got everything everything at their disposal. There's no issues. They draft C.D. Lamb at the quarterback spot, I mean at the receiver spot to go along with the quarterback, to go along with Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, the offensive line. We talked about that a number of times. They're looking to replace the safety position with HaHa Dick's gone. They got a guy in Darian Thompson that they think could do it. If not, Earl Thomas is on the streets. Maybe they go grab him. But the one key ingredient in the offseason for them is Mike McCarthy. We gave Jay Will and the New York Giants, Jason Garrett, which you could have him, I'm sure the Cowboy fans are saying. But they got a great one in Mike McCarthy. We'll see what they do on the defensive side. Nolan, uh, Mike Nolan is the defensive coordinator. Should be a big get for him. Number dose. Two of the New Orleans Saints. Spanglish. That was Spanglish. We went English and Spanish. And he got it both here. He, he got new it all. world, guys. He, new world. He got it all. The New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees is back in the fold. Uh, you know, obviously, nepotism. My, my nephew, Michael Thomas. Kamara is back in camp. But the one thing that we've got to kind of take a look at is Sean Payton. Sean Payton is a hell of an offensive play caller and a hell of a head coach. But sometimes... He gets in his own way here and there, getting cute at times. If he can eliminate those sort of things and they can eliminate some late mistakes in games that have cost them come playoff time, then they probably will win the NFC and play the Kansas City Chiefs, which is numero one. Kansas City Chiefs are the number one team. There's no, you can't, I mean, where's the argument at there? They've locked up everybody from Jones on the defensive side to Kelsey at tied in to Watkins at receiver, uh, to, to, to uh, Tariq Hill. They gave $500-plus million to the QB. So if, you, if you're if you a quarterback trying to go to Kansas City, you're going to be holding a clipboard for a long time as long as Mahomes is around. Andy Reid, the head coach, there's no better head coach in the NFL, in my opinion, other than Bill Belichick. Wow. So I got that six-year extension. Yeah, and Wait, GM. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at number three. Man, so is on paper, on paper, but how about their secondary? How about their defense? Isn't that the one it's question? All, it's all about the pressure. It's all about the pressure that they apply up front to protect that secondary. If, if I can get to the quarterback with my front, I don't have to, the secondary hold up for three seconds and they're going to look like world beaters. The Minnesota Vikings at, at number six, they got a young secondary, but they got a, a somewhat of a, a not necessarily a veteran guy, but a guy in Mike Hughes who was on, who was doing well his first couple of years. He got injured with a neck injury late last season. Who who basically be the veteran guy in that secondary? Who I'm looking forward forward to having a pretty good season. Now, why why would you not have the Seahawks in the top six? That doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean that they ain't seven, I'm, and they can be in six I'm, in week two. Don't get or they can be in four. I'm just in asking. Two. No, you I'm asking, asking me. Why you get so emotional? Okay, so here's what I would tell you. It's my damn power five. Oh, I am power what, six. I, yeah, and this is how is I rank the team. Well, that's what I'm If uh, you want to rank the NFL teams, then you tell Evan, hey, I want to rank the NFL teams. <laughs> I don't say anything about why you got the Clippers number one and Golden State, who's not even playing at you number three. You yelled at all me that? the whole segment. Yeah, you because know, you're trying to hate on the Lakers. <laughs> 
Real quick, I'm going to, uh, before I touch the SAP button to get us back into English, I want to remind you, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin reminding you to check out ESPN Audio at Home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at Home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything. Is Key ready for this? What we learned about the Clippers last night that could pose a threat to his Lakers if they meet in the Western Conference Finals. We'll get to that, but first, Key's got an assignment out of the gate. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. From my expertise, sweaters, we're back, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, to Jay's expertise, the NBA. And Key better be paying attention to this because I know Key thinks the Clippers may not pose much of a challenge to his Lakers, who will play the Rockets tonight at 9 Eastern. Man, nobody Jay, worried about them. <laughs> I guess with their history, that does seem kind of fair when you kind of take a look at what the Clippers have done or I guess have not done in their half century in the NBA, looking for their maiden voyage to the Western Conference Finals. Never been. You saw them last night take out a pretty good nugget, a pretty good Denver Nuggets squad. They're up 2-1 in the series. And there's some things inside the game that you're seeing that if they can exploit against the Lakers, the other L.A. might be in trouble. Well, look, LeBron has to do so much. And we, we both, Key and I, have talked about this many times that LeBron and Anthony Davis have to be next-level superstar. When they combine for 60 points or more, this team is, I think they're like 16-1. and one. Wow. It's some ridiculous record when they score at a high clip. So my thing is very similar to what you saw the Clippers do to Denver last night. It will prove to be more challenging against the Lakers. Take one of those superstars out, right? So every time LeBron has any kind of screen and roll, he's going to get blitzed, right? Force AD to be that guy. If AD wants to have 40, then AD has to get 40 in the paint. But you have to find some way. That's what they did to Jamal Murray last night. They essentially wore him down. They gave him a ton of different looks defensively. Patrick Beverly, smaller guy. Then he went with a bigger guy, Marcus Morris, to go back and forth. Physicality up underneath you. You give LeBron a lot of different looks. I'm not saying it's going to be enough to stop LeBron. But if anything, you want LeBron to be someone maybe have the same similar first half that you saw James Harden that we saw happen in other in the Lakers finals, right? In the Lakers uh, Western Conference semifinals where he was getting blitzed so much he got the ball out of his hands. If you start getting the ball out of LeBron James' hands a lot and you force guys like KCP, 
Danny Green, Rajon Rondo could do that because he's exceptional at this, and that's where he will prove to be beneficial. But you force other people to beat you other than LeBron James. Yeah, but LeBron affects the game in so many different ways. Even if he's not scoring at a high clip, his ability, much like you said, like Rondo, his ability to be able to assist and make the right play, something that I believe he doesn't get a lot of credit for, he gets a lot of flack for. That Those are the sort of things that I think can benefit the Lakers. But the one thing in all of this, they can't advance if AD doesn't do what AD did the other night. If he, for some reason, just reverse back to, I'm going to pull threes every chance I get and play more of a small, big role instead of a big, big role, then I think it could hurt the Lakers. And I don't mean to put a lot of pressure on him, but we want to see him dominate with his size, take advantage with his size and his athletic ability. I mean, who's going to check him for the Clippers? Like, seriously. Well, Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell can Montrezl try. Harrell can try. Uh, who else? Zubin? I mean, Zubak, that's it. Zubak? That's it. I, mean, I thought you meant me for a second. No, Zubin. I said Zubin. Oh, I meant Zubak. <laughs> but I, I, Somebody I, that we gave to the Clippers. <laughs> but I think we also have to kind of recalibrate expectations on, on um, Anthony Davis. He's not going to be whoa, a guy. Why, though, Jay? Be, well, hear me out. He's not a guy that just. He's not – P.J. Tucker has, it seems like, more upper body strength than A.D. that can kind of keep him off the block, right? You don't see A.D. try to battle his way with P.J. Tucker to get down to the block. What you saw A.D. do the other night, he did little moves off the pinch post, extend the free throw line where he would beat P.J. Tucker off the dribble. It got P.J. Tucker in foul trouble, right? He got himself going. But there is a tendency because A.D. isn't a physical guy – all the time, that he does start to float on the perimeter, especially if he starts knocking down jump shots. So that, it, it's not that, hey, get your back to the basket. He's going to do things off the dribble, which is a, it's a different style but, than just an old-school big, big man. But if I get on the block with you, for instance, if I put you on the block and put my ass in that seat, and then I face you up and I turn around, I can still face you up and turn around and, and put the ball on the floor. I don't True. always have to play to my back. It just depends. But I'm, if I'm underneath that rim, I guess for me, I would be able to – I would need to get into a comfortable spot within the operating the circle. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the line, comfortable spot. So what I would do – hey, I, I like that. If I were P.J. Tucker, right, what, what you're seeing him do in the game, he's meeting A.D. like at the three-point line, and he's checking him with the right elbow. So the amount of work that A.D. needs to do – after you get, say you take it takes four seconds to get the ball up the court, uh-huh. you're 19 seconds in the shot clock. You get into your team set. If I'm if I'm PJ Tucker, he meets him early. I'm making AD take at least two or three seconds or four seconds to work me to get all the way down to the block. Which if you do that throughout the entire period of the game, the cumulative effect, AD gets tired from just trying to get position instead of conserving that energy and catching the ball and maybe a little bit further away and then doing stuff off the dribble. But I'm bigger than you. I'm gonna get you in foul trouble if I play aggressive. You're taller than you. me. Doesn't mean that you're bigger than me. Well, AD than, right? ain't actually a string bean. No, I'm not saying I, I'm actually going to get the size. Right? I mean, he's not he's not skinny. I mean, he's not uh, Hulk Hogan or nothing like that, but he's not skinny either. I hear you. And I'm, so you would think his his size so PJ, is still, you know, his size and strength should still be able to outpower if, if, if. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So AD size 6'10", 250 pounds. That's PJ big. Tucker, 6'5". 247 pounds, right? So AD only has him by three pounds. And but he's longer than I know, him, but too. I agree with you. can shoot over the top, Yeah. right? But think from a center of gravity perspective, 
I'm lower. I'm already in your butt. I'm pushing you out. And PJ has all that upper body strength, right? A lot of AD strength is in his legs too. Like AD is a little bit slimmer. So PJ, is, it seems like from a center of gravity, is a little bit stronger, which keeps AD a little bit off the I don't block. know, man. I just, I, you would never be able to stop me on the blocks. I don't give a damn what you tell me. I, just, tried, I think I would. Not you, but. Okay. <laughs> you looked at me and you said it. But you not at me, you. You, you could stop me, but I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying if I'm AD size, it's just nothing. Like, I don't care, man. It's just the will. It's, it's, it's what it is. You can't do anything with me. It's like LeBron. Like, you, when I come through that lane, y'all better get the hell out the way. Mm. Or you're going to catch a knee, you're going to catch an elbow, you're going to catch something. But LeBron seems like a – don't you think LeBron seems like a freight train? It's not when, even when that. Comes, I, think that it, I think from AD a mentality like standpoint. A freight train. But I think from a mentality standpoint, it's all about – your mentality and how you approach it and attack it. I used to have to block defensive ends and linebackers, and no, no way in the hell as I'm as, was I as big as them. But the mentality is such that I knew that I needed to get that done, no matter how much stronger, bigger, faster they were than me, I'm still going to try to dominate them at the point of attack. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, look, the, that's the case for the Lakers. The question for them is like, you know, for both teams, the room of error, the margin of error is so small. For the Lakers, like you need AD and LeBron to have big games every night. Yeah, because I can't be every having Patrick you, Beverly yeah, walk around you LA feeling like you he can't count the town, on Kyle man. Kuzma. Like you can't, Damn. you don't know what you're going to get from Danny Green sometimes or KCP. Those are kind of anomalies. You know, your consistent traits are AD and LeBron. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. More NBA talk. Malika Andrews at nine forty-five. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app. Use code KJZ to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. If you love the NFL, you will love our final hour. Matt Castle, remember him? The old Pats quarterback will join us at 9, 10 a.m. He will talk to us a little bit about what it's like to step in to play in a Bill Belichick offense, much like Cam will be doing right out of the gate. But more quarterback talk is next. The Dak, the Cowboys, the Watson, the money. Next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.